super excited for this episode of the podcast. Um, it is different, and I love doing things just a little bit different. Now, of course, there's still lots of elements of the show that are the same. I am going to interview two people on the show today, though two, not just one. And this is some backstory on... Uh, this is insider, like VIP, BTS, whatever the acronym you want, um, on how my book cover for my new book called Creative Calling, um, how that came to be. Because it's a very special story uh, for what I think is going to be a, or is a very special book. If you've been in my universe for a, a little while now, you are aware of the book. If you're not, please go check it out, creativecalling.com or anywhere that books are sold. Um, I would love for you to pre-order a copy. When you are pre-ordering it, what I want you to know is the physical book. Of course, if you want an audio book, awesome. But the physical book matters. If you want to get another copy, like it is a different book package than you will have seen with other books that are supposed to reach the size audience that we want to, to reach with this book. It is a special package. And just a little bit of rewind. In short, it's about using creativity in your life to unleash your power on everything, on everything that you do. Creativity can, it can and does infuse our world with meaning. And it gives you the ability through creating in small ways every day, it gives you the ability to understand that you have creative control over your life. You can literally create your life. And in fact, that's the only way it happens. We're not corks bobbing in the tide. So when we approach the package for this book, and by package, I mean that what it feels like to hold the book and look at the book, and and you'll see very quickly that it's not like these other books, not like other books that you know may be categorized with this book. And this was one of the requirements of me choosing a publisher. Honestly, they wanted they were willing to like make something beautiful on the outside. And see if you follow me here. You can't make a book about creativity and then have the book package not be creative and awesome. So I went to painstaking lengths to make it do two things. One, when you first pick up the book, you'll realize that it has a tactile feel to it. It's like a, there's a canvas feel to the, to the book and it's just pure white. And it says creative calling in black, just very simple. The black, the, the, the words creative calling are debossed. That means like stamped in and have a beautiful black foil. Now all this stuff is so out of bounds for the normal, normal, like high run, high print run books. But, um, but we, we managed to get it through. And the concept of this book is white canvas, which is very simple black letters. All it says is, is creative calling on it and my name, but it's got a wrap. Okay. So the book itself is just feels like a blank canvas. And when you look at it from afar, it's this blank canvas that has this beautiful streak of red paint dragged across it with a, a paint knife. And when you look at it from afar, you think it's applied to this canvas. So you, like the top half is, is white canvas and it says creative calling and the bottom half where it reads the subtitle is this just bright and bold paint stroke. And then when you actually touch it, you realize that that big, bold red stripe, that is actually a, a piece of art. It's an art piece that is removable. That's the, the half jacket, they call it. It's very atypical, but it's something that we wanted to do. It's a place for us, you know, we needed to put some marketing stuff. We needed to put have a place to put the subheading. We needed to have a place to put amazing blurbs. We've got blurbs from Brene Brown and Richard Branson and Jimmy Chin, director of Free Solo, Debbie Millman. Like, so we got a lot and there's a lot more inside, but we needed a place to market and, and, you know, give people a little more insight and a little description of the book. But 
what you realize when you touch it is that is removable. And then you're holding just a blank white canvas. And that is, that is a metaphor for your life. With the, when you see this from afar, you're like, oh, wow, that's cool. I'm attracted to that. That is this white canvas and someone has really done their own thing to it. It's cool and it's beautiful. And then you grab it and you realize it's removable. And what you're left with is your own blank canvas and that you are responsible for applying your own paint or whatever material you want to make the statement that is your life. This isn't about making individual artistic masterpieces, although that's true and it will supercharge all of your creative faculties the goal isn't to make an individual masterpiece. It's to make a masterpiece of your life. So uh, with that, um, what I'm doing now is I'm going to randomly call two of the designers that I uh, worked with in, in collaboration on this book jacket. I'm not going to call the the design department at HarperCollins, which did a super bang up job and they need to get shout out. Thank you, Milan and Hollis and team. Um, but we're going to call two folks. One is Lou, Lou Maxson. Um, he worked on the main book part. And then, then there's uh, Vasco who worked on that half jacket and you will learn a little bit, a little bit more about it. And I think, I hope you'll find it interesting, not just from a, a creative perspective, but from process perspective and from a heart and soul that went into creating this book for you. So I'm going to, I'm going to first start by calling Lou. Let's see if we can get Lou on the phone. Big Lou. What's going what, on? What's up, dude? How are you? Uh, can't complain. It's sunny in Seattle. <laughs> did, it, did I catch you in your car? Yeah, I'm just headed, uh, headed back home after a meeting. And... Nice. Yeah. Nice. I got to confess something. I'm recording you right now because uh, I want to I want to make this a part of the podcast where I'm talking about designing the most badass uh, book cover ever. Oh, nice. <laughs> How'd it turn out? Oh, dude, it's so, it's it's beautiful. And um, that's part of what I'm recording right now on the podcast is uh, like a little bit of the making of the cover because it's, um, it's a huge differentiator, I think. You know, you can't make a book about creativity and not have it uh, some twists on the more typical sort of broad mass appeal book that this is sort of targeted at you know normally these things are just like the most generic things with a little flap and a thing and then you and then the publishers okay here's your design book and and but it was different right and so I was gonna wonder if you can like recap um I don't know maybe back from the first time I reached out to you and I was like I know this is kind of weird but um and maybe a little backstory like that you also designed the uh cover for Seattle 100 and the inside of the book so oh, yeah. maybe just like uh give us a, a three minute walk through history and and, and then um <laughs> bring us back up to modern times yeah sure do you want me to start with the Seattle 100 or well that was a freaking crazy sprint, right? That was like, we talked about it, <laughs> talked about it. And then the publisher's like, if we're going to do this, because we kept, you know, we, we oscillated on the delivery timing of the book and the pub publisher freaked out. And then you and I did like, what, two all-nighters or something over the course of a weekend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you remember it? Exactly. Uh, I remember, I, I, I mean, I remember I had come back from Disneyland. <laughs> I, I, was, I was at Disneyland and I, I remember I flew back, and then I think that morning I flew back. I just drove, <laughs> straight, I drove straight to the studio. Cause, yeah, because I had the I had the uh, M3, so I jetted jettisoned across <laughs> town and uh, sat at the studio at Green Lake. And I remember we had 
basically had printed out or we had like either contact sheets yep. of, of everything and literally mm-hmm. I jammed through um, I mean that was like a, how many pages like 250 page book yeah hundreds of pages but you know the fact that we had we had like a very simple Swiss kind of design structure set up yeah it was really about how do, how do you how do you make first of all like the approach is it's a spread it's not two single pages which i think is something i i i've always like held uh true with design from back from my magazine design days is that a lot of people treat it as two single pages but with your with your with the pictures and everything the photographs yeah it was like how do we like actually bring the action of the photographs to light in the layout so you know the cropping and having some of them might like, come off the page or they're, they're reaching or yeah. extending their arms it feels like it's not just placing pictures into a box yeah um, and a typical like, sort of uh, yeah a grid yeah there's a grid but it was yeah. it was like a, a double truck grid yeah yeah exactly exactly it was like uh Restrained chaos. <laughs> well, I, well, that's a great, great backstory that we had, of course, and we've been working together for ten years prior to that. When you were the creative director at Book Brooks and Lexus yeah. and all the different places that we've worked together, and and then uh, let's go fast forward to uh, so you know I approached you and said, hey, I need some help with this. I want to do a very sort of non traditional but mass culture sort of business um, creativity book. And, uh, and why don't you walk me through your thinking and just give it to me from your, your side of the story, because of course mine, I would glorify it and you will probably talk about the (laughs) the gritty underbelly, but just give me a couple minutes on that for the folks at home. Yeah. So I think one of the biggest things is first, this is a different, this was a different kind of book because it wasn't, it wasn't a coffee table book. It's a business book, you know, book, book with, with limited, if any, if any visuals. So the the key is how how do you take something that um, is is like you said kind of there's a there's a inventory of business books and what people expect from them expect expect from them and a lot of it has to do with what's in between in between the actual covers but there's a very low bar in terms of <laughs> right. how the book is actually packaged yeah and because the because the book is about creativity and and it's almost sort of like it almost it's like a textbook on what creativity is now and into the future i think that was the starting point so taking like a really nice uh approach to what is the tactical quality of the book from you know if you look at like what a really beautiful textbook or a book that you would buy and put on your shelf or put on your coffee table yeah it's like the treatise of something yeah it's like the it's like the definitive thing dare i say uh religious text almost yeah exactly and it's and it's it's almost um it's from the from the actual texture of um and and the binding it's a very restrained sort of uh um setup of what uh, a nice textbook would be yeah. contrasted with the, the subject matter. It's almost a super conservative uh, 
visual package and tactile package yeah. for content that is not super conservative. Yeah. So I think the two <laughs> contrasting elements of the content of the book with yeah. the visual packaging of the book works really well. You can't do a creative a book about your creative calling and have it be beige. You know, so <laughs> right. I feel like so I feel like in the design approach we're we're working at both ends of extremes from the content to um, really sort of uh, completely surprising people with the actual packaging and the wrapper of, of you know the the content and the work that you're yeah. putting forward. So I think that was that was it. And then also having it's almost too. It's like the book in some ways is almost like an unboxing. Yeah. So you're you know you have the you have the first the really clean sort of Swiss type was, which I think derives from our original work with Seattle 100 yep. and then you have the cover wrap yeah. um, and then the slow sort of reveal of, of the, the t- and then the inside you know the, the guts of what the story starts revealing but this is something that you like you want to be want to be seen with this book yeah it's true it's a, it's an artifact <laughs> right yeah. This, is, this is almost a workbook. Yeah, I think that's a great way of thinking about it. And I think, you know, if I'm recalling now some of our earlier conversations, it was like the, um, we want it to be super clean. And, and just a little concept is like your life, you know, we talk about creating every day, but creating every day is actually, it's sort of a training ground for creating the arc of your life. And so it's both about making masterpieces of the, of your own creation but also making a masterpiece of your life and and the the book is basically it's white uh black and you know black type on a white book that has that cloth feel that is it's a blank canvas right it is a like the book exactly. is super blank canvas and then the half jacket which we're going to call Vasco in just a second here who painted the half jacket and you know that is the you know, that is a mark that just like signifies what's possible. Like this particular human just took a bunch of paint and mix it up and drug it across the cover in a fire engine red sort of like emphatic way. But when you get the book and you buy it and it's yours and you, you, you can take that, that half jacket off, you're like, oh man, that was someone else's work. And now the work is mine, right? I got to go to work on this blank canvas. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think there's, I think the earlier point about the, you know, sort of like the traditional feel of like the really nice textbook, it's, it, this is all about staying power. Like to your point about every day you go to work with this book, like this book is, um, is really designed to last like the, the long tail of your creative career. You know, yeah. It takes many chapters. It takes unexpected turns. Sometimes you go down a path you don't know, and it ends up being something else. But I think this is not a. Um, this book physically was designed for for the long haul, which yeah. is a, I think a perfect metaphor for the content inside. This is not a, a disposable. Yep. You read it and then you, you know you chuck it or you. you yeah. Oh, really good. This is this like is this season. Yeah. Else. This season's business book, you know, check. And that was really important that we distinguish from that. This is not like a, a cutesy creative cover. It's a neat little thing. And then, you know, it's like, 
you know, and we saw some versions like that early on from the publisher, not to disparage, because they did a great job helping us pull all this together, uh, Milan over over at the publisher. But like early versions were just like they were too like I don't know, cliche is not the right word, but just simple and like, hey, this is a new another book from Harper Collins, and we're like, no, 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 yeah. we got to go like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, the the term I think of is like a lot of business books are. They feel like a hand, they feel like a um, a handshake, not a hug. You know, <laughs> it, it feels very it feels it feels very impersonal. And I think that again the the um, the contrast of the physical wrapper of the book, which yeah. kind of sends this message of permanence, combined with the you know the actual like call of the wild that's coming from inside the book, you know makes. It, embra- it embraces the the person reading it, and it's going to give back a bigger mm-hmm. and bigger embrace or hug the more the person interacts with it. And, and um, yeah, oh man! So I think in a sea of in a sea of you know kind of beige um, shit, you know, business books. <laughs> I think this this is this is not that. Yeah, I love. I, I think you just nailed it, and, that, and it reminded me. There's a you know, some, uh, early praise and some, um, some blurbs, like when you just said like wild and untamed, like those are literally words that Brene used to describe the book, right? Creativity is this uh, wild, yeah, untamed. Perfect. Yeah. It's this wild, untamed landscape and Chase does a good job, blah, blah, blah. And which is a, is a beautiful yeah. and very thoughtful, uh, blurb, but it captures the moment you just talked about there. This sort of like the inside is, is, I mean, it's creativity, right? That's just like, it's fire <laughs> and, and yeah. it's the thing that separates us. And then also Sagmeister, Stefan Sagmeister, the renowned designer uh, who he also gave us a nice blurb, which was, uh, you know, great design makes people happy and chase shows yeah. us, chase shows us how, or something like that. And that, I think the spirit of the book, like you said, it's something you want to carry around with you and reference as opposed to just read it and read the first 40 pages and then put it on a shelf. So awesome. Perfect. Dude, thank you. Sorry for hijacking you. I thought it would be a make for a fun little uh, part of the podcast, and it's no, it's fulfilling. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's fulfilling. It's it's um, and I love that you're in the car driving. I hope you you haven't done anything uh, <laughs> d- too, too dangerous. But um, uh, just no, no. Re- really really appreciate you working on it, man. And grateful. Yeah. Can't wait to to get it out in the world. And I know I know we're we're both excited about it. So and what's the what's the best yeah, way no for problem. people to uh, find you on the internet? Uh, probably Instagram at, uh, Maxon underscore house. That's right. M-A- M-A-X-O-N underscore yeah. H-O-U-S-E. Yep. Or they can Google Maxon house yeah, on the can... old internet machine and yep. go from there. Awesome. Thanks so much, but I appreciate you and I'll, I'll hit you up later. So Perfect. All see, right. Thanks, man. See you, homie. Bye. Bye. All right. That was amazing. Again, Lou Maxon, uh, just a stellar designer has done so much stuff. And we've collaborated a lot in the past, and he totally crushed it. Um, all right, now I'm calling Vasco, who Vasco, uh, the belly band that we talk about in that conversation with Lou, it's like half of a book jacket, actually. And you're like, wait, why would you do half a jacket? Because I hate those things. I end up chucking them. But this, to me, wanted to be something special. It wanted to signify, as I mentioned earlier, like if the book is blank white canvas, then your life is this streak of red, and you you know might as well make it something impactful. And uh, so I worked on that concept with Vasco and he actually painted this stuff with real paints and we photographed it. And, and 
Um, I just got to give full credit to him, and I'm going to call him right now. <laughs> my guy. Hey. My guy. Hey, uh, I'm going to confess something to you. I wanted to catch you in the middle of whatever you're doing and <laughs> and interrupt you to record like your thoughts about the book cover. I'm doing a little piece of the podcast here and you're, oh, yeah, right on. I just want to let some folks um, in on all the crazy effort that went into making the package for the book. So it was really critical to get you who played such a key role in the half jacket and painting that and the painstaking effort of the letters and, and photographing. It. And I just wanted you to just riff on it for a little, like, you know, take us back to the crazy phone call that you received from me and asking you to do some gangster shit and, and walk us through it. Uh, God, where do I start? Uh, no, I mean, you know, obviously anytime I get a chance to work with you, I'm super stoked. So when you, and you, I obviously had no idea about the book. Um, and, <laughs> That's the, right. and so I was blown away from that first and foremost, but I think the other thing that was, um, what's tough was, you know, you, we, we were talking about the concept of the book and the book cover and the contents. Um, and it was very clear, very, very, very quickly that, uh, that we were not going to be able to fake this. In other words, there were a lot of treatments <laughs> that we were trying. And when I say fake it, I don't mean that disparagingly, but, but you know, no. when, you, when you're working on paint, paint treatments and, and creative treatments that evoke this, this, this artistic idea that you're trying to express, you instantly go to, what has already been done and you go out and you, you, you see other, you know, swatches and, and other uh, pieces of inspiration. And then you try to piece it together. And I think it was very clear that we were not going to be able to piece this together because if, if we want to evoke this sort of authentic message that the book was containing uh, from the outside in, we needed to make everything um, yeah. legit, legit. <laughs> and, you know, you, I think, I think no matter how much you, you try to fake it. And I, and I mean, this coming from somebody who, who does that often. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, what, how can you make the best effect on the, you know, on the, on the timeline? These are like actual creative constraints of the creative professional field, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Especially in the commercial world. You know, it, well, it's funny because every time I showed you when we were doing the swipe and the concepts, every time I showed you an option that was derivative from something else versus yeah. something that I had done by hand, even though I did not call out which one was which, <laughs> you literally called out the one that was by hand every single time. You're like, I'm drawing a, you know, option four. Um, and so, and so which, which I was like, oh, God, Chase. He's too good. Um, You're killing me. But 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 then but then uh, you know like I said I mean I think the good thing is that very very early on it was clear that the only way to do this and to do this right was to do it you know with with actual paint with painting the thing with getting everything in there legit and avoiding a lot of the Photoshop treatments that um, that I think are your sort of go-to models when you're doing something similar to this. Yeah, yeah, and so. Uh, again, for context, we're talking about the the especially heavy lift that Vasco did on, you know, we talked about the, um, in our conversation with Lou, how the book is this white, you know, canvas texture with the debossed black foil, creative calling and my name. And, yeah. and then you've got this, this half jacket, which um, is, you know, it, it feels both when you look at it, it feels like a permanent piece of the book. And then when you pick the book up, of course, it's got great feel and it got the spot varnish. But then you're like, wait yeah, a minute, man. this is oh, wow, this is something that is someone else has applied to my book. And it sort of acts 
as a piece of inspiration. Like this is what somebody did, Chase or Vasco or, or whoever created the book. In this case, you know, uh, the, the book packages, the, the two of us or the three or four of us who, who contributed to it. And we're like, but this is my book. And so it's like both an inspiration piece and also something that isn't, doesn't have to be permanent. It can be fleeting and, and you don't get that until you pick it up and touch the book. Right. Cause you look at it in a 2d world on the internet or wherever you buy it. And, and it's very different than touching it. So why don't you walk us through, um, some of your painting process, because I know the trim edge was a huge deal to get that perfectly straight. And I know you, you went through how many, how many different color colors, just uh, talk to us about your process and Give me the breakdown. Ah, uh, boy. Uh, let's see. How, how can I make a, uh, a potentially long, long story? Uh, <laughs> hopefully shorter. This is this is the the pain of actual art, right? Of actual creativity. It took me two years to write the freaking book. So. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about how long it took for the painting part. I think you know the thing is what, what's cool about the book is uh, it does feel like a blank canvas. I mean, it really, literally, yeah. like the feel and the and the look of it feels like it's this blank canvas that you're ready to apply on. Um, but but in order to get the ridges, in order to get all the little fine details to make it feel like it was applied directly to that jacket. So what I literally did was I took gobs of paint I took, I, and I had to simulate that jacket. And then in order to get those ridges, I literally had to apply a ton of paint and start digging in with a palette knife. And I would just start streaking, not myself, the paint. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I would just literally go go you know up and down. I'd go vertically. Um, and then taking different colors, I would start to do different mixes. So I'd start with red, I'd add a little bit of yellow. Um, and then I would take photos of that process after every stroke. So I'd take a stroke, I'd take a photo, I'd do it again, I'd take a photo. And so what you had was the series of photos that started with one color. And then as I was swiping the palette knife, not only was I getting the ridges, but then I was getting different color mixes as I go. So I was literally recording mixing paint. Um, uh, and that allowed uh, me to give you um, a range of not yeah. only thicknesses of color, or sorry, thicknesses of paint, but also yeah. a range of color. So then ideally, hopefully you'd say, okay, I like, you know, out of one through five, I like four. Um, and and so that's, that's how I got that. Oh, man, it just looks so freaking beautiful. And so that turned out. Yeah, and I got to get one in your hands. I haven't actually touched the final product yet. I think we're gonna get we're gonna get those in. Uh, I'm gonna get to touch one here in like four weeks. Um, nice. We're still about eight weeks out for the book uh, delivering to consumers uh, and to the 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 folks who are awesome and stoked and cool and smart enough to buy one or three or ten. Um, but as soon as I get one, man, I'm like FedExing it to you so that you can no, touch it and feel it. And, um, and man, I, I know it was no small task and, uh, I want to thank you here in front of the world for just an, an amazing job. And, um, you're just, you just totally crushed it. And I think when we came up with this, we, we played around a little bit first too. I think it's fair to say that we didn't just like drop right into this perfect concept, but we did have this idea of that the book needs to feel permanent. And then this application that we're putting on there needs to be like a dose of inspiration that people can look at and say, oh shit, that's so cool. And then realize that, that, you know, it's their turn now to, 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 uh, take on the book. Man. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, my, my, my one thing is it's, it's one thing to, to be painstaking, you know, as an artist. Um, but when you have a client who, who wants that and appreciates it and can tell 
when you're putting in the effort, I think is, is a, a huge bonus that you don't always get. So I appreciate it on that end. Oh man. Uh, well the, the grace with which you rocked it and my level of gratitude is an 11 out of a 10. Um, and I can't wait for people to get their hands on it. And, uh, what's the best place for people to find you on the internet? Um, boy, I, well, so I, I have, I have some samples of work on my site, V as in Victor, uh, Morelli, M-O-R-E-L-L-I.com or Instagram is just basically my first name, Vasco underscore Morelli. That's got M-O-R-E-L-L-I. That's got all my recent work and swipes and thoughts and all that fun stuff too. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I, I, you might get asked to design 180 book covers in the next year. I, hope. <laughs> um, I, I just so grateful for the work, bud. And uh, thanks for bringing people in uh, behind the scenes and revealing that I'm uh, not always the easiest to work work with, but uh, that we, we got a great, uh, great product out of it. And um, thank you so much, bud. Hey, thank you. Anytime. And thanks for bringing that book to the world. And I can't wait to read it. Catch you soon, homie. Thanks, Chase. Amazing. And I do got to give a shout out to Milan at uh, Harper, who totally rocked it. A lot of typeface, a lot of letting, and a lot of playing around with uh, some loose concepts. And for, for us to land here and to do it within the Harper universe, um, just want to give a shout out to the whole Harper team. Uh, all right. Just want to let you in behind the scenes on making the cover at a very basic level. There's a huge, very important takeaway, which is by creating every day, whether that's dinner or writing code or, you know, art or anything, you're building a house, anything, making stuff, putting unlikely things together to form new things. When you do that on any scale, the small scale, like on a daily basis, you, you are empowered. You understand that you now have the ability and the power to create your life, the whole life arc. And it's this like small doing re like reveals your ability to create on a, an entirely different scale, whether that's not just sort of a, a business or a bigger art project, although those, those things are cool and encouraged. And in the book, I, I try and get you to, to take some big swipes at something material in your creative world. But it's really also about life. This book is about creativity and creating a better life through it. So my hope that the package reveals that. Again, this is super atypical. Normally the, the business book has a package and it looks like this and use these materials and um, and this is different. And uh, I hope that the results of the book for you are different than the other 50 books that you bought. And we, for what it's worth, when we're saying business book, it's just, it's published by Harper Business. And you, the reason you do that is because it reach and impact and opportunity to get in front of the most people. And, um, you know, I've done some smaller uh, art style, you know, coffee table books, et cetera, that had smaller print runs. This is, I want this to be in every person's hands because creativity is inside of every one of us. And there's a lot of people who have lost track of that. And, um, and so I want to reach them with this new vehicle. And a lot of people have asked like, Oh, cool. This is like a, a cool, you know, what piece does the, in, in the, in chases your universe does this fit? And, you know, I, I, I first I made art, Right. And then I wanted to make some tools for artists like I did early iPhone apps for photographers, best camera, etc. And then Creative Live was teaching people how to use those tools, not just the iPhone, but just conceptually. It's like the how, how to build a business using your creativity and your entrepreneurial mojo. And what this is, is this is like this has got the why. This is why you should do it. This is the impact that it can have on the whole world um, and how you can make 
your dream life. Um, so, you know, the goal is that all these things that I've been working on, they fit together really nicely and um, they all elevate one another um, and each other. Okay, signing off. I uh, hope you enjoyed this little behind the scenes or on the, the, the book for everybody out there. I hope you love it when you get your fingers on the book, which is coming soon. Pre-orders mean everything to me. They help signal to the publisher that this book is legit and powerful and they need to really up their, up their print run. And so uh, it would mean the world to me if you pre-ordered it. That will allow you to receive it the first day that it's out. And to pre-order, go to creativecalling.com or wherever you buy books online, wherever your favorite place is. Thank you very much. It means the world to me. And there's also, if you want to register your receipt at creativecalling.com, we're going to start doing that soon and do some special giveaways. So more on that later. And thank you. Super excited to be in your ears and coming at you again real soon. All right, that about wraps it up. But uh, hey, before you bounce, two quick things. Um, actually, I'm going to go three quick things. Thing one, A, thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you, you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we're able to have a conversation is awesome. I feel uh, honored to be in your ears right now and that uh, you've paid attention to what I've been doing, what Creative Live has been doing for some time. And whether it's been a day or 10 years, I just want to say thank you. It's also really important to know on the backside of that, that I, I do a lot of responding to comments. So hit me up, on, you know, direct message me on, on Instagram or Twitter or at me. I try and respond as much as possible. So let's have a conversation that transcends me just being in your ears here. Let's try and do it some, somewhere out there in, on the internet land. That's thing one. Thing two, again, I'm not quite sure what channels you pay attention to me and my work, but please go check out. I'm at Chase Jarvis or slash Chase Jarvis or whatever on all the platforms. And it's really important to me. Also, if you wouldn't mind checking out Creative Live, it's something that not only myself, but 120 other committed hardcore badass people come to work every day uh, to build the place where creators and entrepreneurs learn. So check that out there, just slash Creative Live or at Creative Live all over out there on the internet. All right, until again, uh, probably tomorrow, I hope I'll hear you. I'll be in your ears maybe tomorrow and I'll look for your comments on the internets. Bye.